Welcome back to the latest episode of the Homily Prep Podcast. This is David bringing you this week's homily for the Feast of Corpus Christi, that is the Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ. It's been an all-star cast of feasts the last couple of weeks. We had Ascension Sunday followed by Pentecost, moving on to Trinity Sunday, and now to the Feast of the Blessed Eucharist, Corpus Christi Sunday. You know, on feasts like this, much like the previous ones that we've had in the last couple of weeks, it's a little bit difficult as a preacher to figure out how to focus my attention. You know, these great mysteries like the Trinity and the Eucharist, you can come at them from any number of angles and even kind of depart from the readings for the week because it's so great a mystery that we contemplate. This is no different this week with Corpus Christi when we consider this great mystery of our salvation, the Eucharist that we celebrate daily in the church and that food that we receive from Christ himself when he took bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples the night before he died. That great mystery has permeated the church's life since that time, and it's a great mystery that has a lot of levels and dimensions. You know, our readings for this Sunday hit on some of that. We look at the sequence for this week, and we see that there are great elements of the Eucharist as mystery that permeate all of church and salvation history. Notice in the sequence that we make reference to Isaac and the sacrifice there on um, in the book of Genesis. We make reference to the manna in the desert. There's reference to the Paschal lamb. All the way from the beginning of salvation history, there are references or foreshadowings of the Eucharist. You see in today's first reading from Genesis, we see the priest Melchizedek, the king of Salem, who brought bread and wine, the signs of the, what would become the Eucharist in the New Testament. From the very beginning, then, we see that God is at work laying the foundation of what would become the great sacrament of salvation in the New Covenant. We could focus on any one of these dimensions, the sustenance in the desert with the manna. We could focus on the Paschal Lamb and the Passover and Jesus the new Lamb. We could focus on the sacrifice on Mount Moriah with Isaac. We could focus on many things, but I think I'd like to focus on one dimension of the Eucharist that perhaps goes understated this week. Um, but is present in our gospel passage. You know, the gospel passage from Luke is the multiplication of the loaves. And we can look at this passage and focus on the multiplicity of God's generosity and how God provides in abundance. And we can see, of course, how the Eucharist as food is in, in ready supply for the people of God over the centuries and is always in abundance. Sure, that's a good dimension to focus on and it's good food for prayer. I would like to focus, though, on this one line at the very beginning of the gospel. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who needed to be cured. You know, I was focusing on this line because it really stood out to me that one dimension of the Eucharist that I really kind of avoid or don't really pray with or think about is that the Eucharist serves as our cure, as that which is providing for us healing, or in other words, is a medicine for our salvation. How often do I stop and think, the Lord is offering to me his healing and his cure? You know, we all carry wounds, we all carry illness, we all carry sin. And we know that Jesus, the divine physician, is always ready to cure us and to save us. Perhaps this week we can pray and reflect a little bit on how it is that the ministry of Christ, most especially through the sacraments of the church, are meant for our healing. You know, I'm struck also in the second reading this week that St. Paul, in speaking about the Eucharist, has this wonderful line, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you. 
He received from the Lord the great gift of the Eucharist, and he handed it on to those in Corinth and in other places. What he's really emphasizing here, too, though, is that the whole ministry of the church is one of receiving a gift and then providing that gift in return. Now, perhaps for us as Christians, we can think, how is it that we have been touched by the divine physician, by he who is the one that provides the cure for all of our maladies? As we've been touched and received cure from him, how in turn do we hand off that cure to others? In a very real way, how is it that we who have been touched by the grace of forgiveness and the sacrament of reconciliation and been cured of our illness return that kind, merciful stance and gesture and posture to those whom we encounter in our lives? Similarly, with the Eucharist that we commemorate on this Corpus Christi, we've received a great gift, and we are to hand on that gift to those whom we encounter. There is an embedded message here of the importance of evangelization as Christians. We who receive the Eucharist and are fed and nourished and cured and healed by the divine physician are then sent out into the world to become fishers of men. So perhaps this week in Corpus Christi, we can see a missiological element as well. We are fed, but then we're sent out on journey. We have been cured and healed, so we ought to go out into the world to do the same. You know, the church is in the business of healing. We are sinners. We make mistakes. You know, we hurt and we wound. But ultimately, the church is in the business of providing the healing of Christ. In the world today, then, ask yourself this question, perhaps, this week. How are you a minister of healing? You who go to receive communion, receive forgiveness in the sacrament of reconciliation, how in turn are you in the world an agent of peace and a minister of healing?